that announcement does nothing for me because 2029, uh, listen, I am going to be long dead by 2029. Wow, dude, that is very morbid. Well, this is the Brockmire rewatch. What do you think? I mean, we're professionals, right? We are professionals. We have been paid literally dozens of dollars to do this. Dozens and dozens of dozens of pennies uh, (laughs) to do this by no one at all. We've had a couple of, well, not this, not Brockmire, not the Brockmire rewatch. No, but corporate media, we've had our sponsors. You're right. 100% right. I mean, hey, it's what we do, right? And then big news coming soon for actually for corporate media. Just you wait. Listeners, just you wait for Curb Rim Media's big, big news is coming. In the meantime, no reason to wait any further for episode three, Kangaroo Court. I've always loved loved the idea of the the kangaroo court inside a... uh, a baseball game. It makes it seem like like Lord of the Flies or something. Like right. whoever has the conch shell gets to actually talk. And so it's uh yeah, it seems seems pretty funny the whole notion of a of a kangaroo court on a baseball Great team. movie, by the way. You know, Lord of the Flies. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's a good one. And a good book. Ah, uh, there you go. See, the book yeah. is always better. The book <laughs> is always better. Uh but you're right. Uh kangaroo court, right? Like I mean it yep. was it's it, is what I always kind of like pictured what a kangaroo court is when it comes <laughs> to baseball in minor leagues in, in, in the world of minor league baseball, right? Not just not major league, but minor league, right? I'm sure major league is a little bit different. I think the idea of, uh, you know, like what what would be in a minor league baseball kangaroo court that would not be in a major league kangaroo court. And it's like got to be like what happens between innings, right? So something that's going on on the field and. Uh, I don't know the you, you know, the 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 fan tug of war or whatever is uh, you know something like that that the players got involved with it's a, something. Uh, but this was this was we're jumping the gun that we haven't actually gotten to the kangaroo right. court scene yet. Uh, no, this we is have it. Episode three, and there's always a flashback. It's, it's we're seeing a pattern so far where the the episode starts with a flashback, and this is where the uh, the where Brock Myers' partner when he was still broadcasting in Kansas city is involved in some sort of scandal and he needs Brock Meyer to go to bat for him. I guess the scandal involves like something that today doesn't seem like it would be like a scandal, right? Like, it would it be was... like, so not even a thing. I was like, Oh, okay. He dressed like a woman. All right. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> right. For so you. Back, back then in Kansas city, I guess that was a scandal and, and Brock Meyer didn't go to bat for him. And uh, karma, right? Karma, right there. With karma. that karma, <laughs> like I mean, hardcore. Two thousand and two, right? This is the yep. the uh, the flashback back all the way to two thousand and two, which yep. was interesting. It's like, oh, he goes, was like, why do you have to be so attractive? <laughs> <laughs> but this is what sets up how Brock Meyer becomes his own one man booth, um, yep. and which is something that he does then for, I presume, the rest of his career. He doesn't have a a color commentator with him. It's just him in the booth like, and he named some examples. He named uh, Vin Scully was one of the, one of the Mm -hmm. examples. And I didn't write down who the others were. Uh, But I, but I remember Vin Scully because his partner gets mad at him when he realizes he's not going to bat for him. And he says, Vin Scully is a legend. You're just a deep voice in a cheap suit. Suit. 
I, I mean, <laughs> not, the one thing that I got to say, though, is like, it's not really his voice is really not that deep. No, no, that's true. Not like ours. Not like no. ours. Not like the pipes that we have here in Curb Brand Media. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, wonderful <laughs> pipes. I mean, come on now. Let's, are you not listening? <laughs> I, I told you the story about my friend who knew what I looked like, who when I left her a message on her voicemail said to her other friend, Paul sounds handsome, even <laughs> though she knew what I looked like. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. She, oh, Paul sounds handsome. I'm like, you know what I look like. <laughs> I was like, you're lying to yourself. <laughs> All uh, right. So, yeah. so the show, right. You know, it, it does the flash work 2002. He yep. does not stand up for his friend. He nope. actually was very selfish about it because he goes, yep. Hey, they're offering me a one-man booth, which if you think about it, do you really want to be a one-man booth? I think the whole having another person with you, yeah. right? just like you and me, how we co-hosting this podcast. I was going right? to say, right. I Yeah, I could not do the just – I mean, there are, there are podcasts out there that are just like one person who talking for like a half hour or whatever. Yeah. I, I couldn't do it, and I can't imagine anyone would want to listen to me do that. <laughs> that sounds I like I don't think anybody want to listen to me do that either. Like, I mean, that's just <laughs> that's very boring. I would think so. I would think so. So, speaking of of boring, now we flash forward. We're out of the flashback, and we're in 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 modern day. We're in in current day, and Charles and Brockmeyer are at the ballpark. They're in the booth, and it is between games of a doubleheader. <laughs> <laughs> and Charles is complaining bitterly about between games of a doubleheader. He thinks it's the most boring thing ever. <laughs> and and then it goes into his, you know, there he goes, Brockmire going into his talk about, you know, it's like, you know, someone who works at baseball, like hates baseball, does not knows nothing <laughs> about baseball and works for baseball. Uh, and Charles just wants to have a conversation, right? Like he's once, he wants Brockmire to get to know him. Yeah, he says, you've never asked me a single thing <laughs> about myself. So poor Charles. Charles, I'm, you know, Charles, Charles becomes, he, over the course of the show, becomes one of my favorite characters. So it's it's funny to see him. That and he writing. was like, I thought, you know, like, you like, I, I looked through your, your computer and all that. And so he thought he was gay. <laughs> He's like, I'm not gay. <laughs> uh, so this it's during this scene. He's tortured a lot. So Brock Meyer and Charles are 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 hanging out in the in the booth having a you know having a very very one sided conversation, mm -hmm. and then they keep cutting back and forth between that and the locker room. Yes, and uh, we we meet uh, Yoshida. The I mean this is funny, right? Yoshida is the is the Japanese player. Yep, which is funny because Yoshida was very recently in the news. Uh, you know, the a, a, a different Japanese player named Yoshida was recently in the news. Yep. So, uh, 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 it's funny because he goes like, you know, he's wearing the glasses indoors. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cries. Wearing a full suit. You know, like <laughs> right. Like just like, bro, you realize the kind of level of baseball you're playing in right now. Right. And the explanation for why he wears the sunglasses is because sometimes he cries for no reason. <laughs> Like, well, I mean, you are in an area where fracking is taking place, and it's like it's yeah. like a dump of a dump. Yeah, and you're wearing a suit, and everyone thinks that the journalist is a translator when, in fact, he's just a journalist. journalist. Well, not just a journalist, but he's 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 not meant to be the translator. There's something um, funny here that happens. So when they decide to set up the kangaroo court, which is if you've not you know seen the episode, a kangaroo court is when 
baseball players essentially issue their own justice, mm-hmm. mostly for things that happened in a game. In a baseball game, correct. And so there was a little bit of a throwaway line here that I thought was very funny, which was the first the first character, just to set up the whole notion of the kangaroo court, the first, uh, the first guy on the team is accused of missing a bunt sign yep. at Slippery Rock. And I laughed about that because, you know, I being from Pennsylvania, there, you know, slippery, there's not a lot to the town of the Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania is a real town. So this yes. is an intrastate rivalry right here between Correct. Morristown Frackers and they and they never say what the name of Slippery Rock is. They didn't. Slippery Rock, to my knowledge, has never had a minor league baseball team, independent or affiliated or, you know, semi pro or uh, I could and, or anything, right? So, uh, so I would love to know what the you know what that Slippery Rock team might be. It's a town of like four thousand people, and it's it's basically Ohio. Like it's almost like it's so far west in western Pennsylvania that it's almost Ohio. So, ah, so it's like the, Toledo, from it's Toledo like, for Ohio and Michigan. Right, right, and it's yeah, like right almost to the edge, right on Ohio there. So. And uh, you and I were texting earlier in the day. We text mm-hmm. most days, I think <laughs> uh, it's fair to say. <laughs> it's fair to say. <laughs> but we were texting today about the news. At the time of this recording, there was news in minor, minor league baseball that the Lancaster Barnstormers are now the Lancaster Stormers. Yep. And I was like, what a day for, for Pennsylvania baseball because you've got uh, Slippery Rock in our Brockmeyer episode. Correct. And now you've got the Lancaster Barnstormers becoming the Lancaster Stormers with a fancy new logo by our friend Sky Dillon. Correct. And it's yeah. it's a nice logo. Good logo. Good logo. Love it. So we'll talk about that in another uh, podcast. Some other time we'll talk about uh, some other venue, some other time we'll talk about the Lancaster Stormers. Um, but the fact that they're holding Kangaroo Court and yeah. they said that the, the, the fees and everything goes on to keep the, the password that they share for their porn site. <laughs> golden i mean that is as minor league as it like we're going to share passwords for everything right. that we do like you know amazon would be the one yeah. thing like you know prime <laughs> netflix right like would be that would be the equivalent of like nowadays in 2024 right right yeah exactly and they're trying to cut down on that you know so mm-hmm. I've, I've got family members all over using my password here so having a kid in college using my my netflix password is Something Netflix may may crack down on at some point here. Netflix just... cracked down on me, dude. So, <laughs> oh, did they? <laughs> yeah, because I had my parents were using it in Puerto Rico. Uh, so. Oh, in Puerto Rico. <laughs> so awesome. they have to go get their own uh, their own subscriptions. Uh, so. so after the missed bunt sign at yep. Slippery Rock, that is when Uribe charges Yoshida, and mm-hmm. and everyone gasps, and then they cut away. They cut back and 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 here's Charles and Brockmeyer talking again, and uh, one of the things that uh, Charles is saying that when when Brockmeyer asks him the question, you know, like that you brought up earlier, you know, if you hate baseball so much or you don't know anything about baseball, correct? Why are you working in baseball? And Charles says, "This is the only thing that makes our town special." I thought that was sweet. Like to say baseball makes your town special. I'm I'm with it. That, that I'm getting a little teary eye. You know, <laughs> right. Right, oh, he's it's, using it for the experience, right? So he can move yeah. to New York. Yep, yep, exactly, exactly. He wants to, 
moved to New York. And so here's this sweet, sweet conversation going on. And Jules comes crashing into the press box to get Brock Meyer, to get him to come negotiate because he is the only person who speaks both Spanish and Japanese (laughs) and can negotiate the problem that is happening between Yoshi and Uribe. And uh, so once Brock Meyer gets the full like extent of the situation, do you remember what he called the situation? No, I can't remember. He said it was a doozy of a pickle of a shit storm. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he has a word with uh, a way with words, doesn't he? <laughs> of a shit storm. That's a doozy good. of a pickle of a shit, of a shit storm. storm. And then he complains because he had been, you know, he was waxing poetic while he was, uh, you know, consuming some alcohol, which he described as pontifa drinking. Pontif- great word too. <laughs> I was I was pontifa drinking. And, and I mean, he was talking about the, you know, the the whiskey, how it was, you know, it's like, you know, it became popular during, you know, when like when rum was running out and it was hard to get. And it's like, yeah, this was the first drink that was created here in the U.S. <laughs> like, I mean, he went into details about all of this. It was yeah. just interesting. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, let him go. I want to hear it. <laughs> like, I, all right, let, let him finish his, you yeah. know, you know, pontifa drinking, you know, it's really good. So uh, anyways. Uh... You know, we, yeah. let's keep going. So, you yep. know, she Jules yep. pulls him. Uh, yep. They go into into the uh, locker room, right? Because they're mm-hmm. they're getting into it now, mm-hmm. right? Pitchers yeah. and fielders. Yeah, yep, so. yep. Yoshi Yoshi calls Uribe uh, through his translator a penis biter. <laughs> That's what got him. You know, at first, he, at first he was like, you know, because he was like, you know, uh, he's so fat because he, you know, he's too close to home plate, and then yeah. he agrees with him. And then yeah. he calls him a penis biter, and they, <laughs> that's when it got crazy. Uh, so, so it's it's it completely deadlocked. You know, there's no. It doesn't look like there's any possible way to resolve the issue, and they need someone completely disengaged from baseball and from this argument, and someone who has you know no emotional connection to anyone in the room. <laughs> and in walks Charles, and everyone looks at him. <laughs> That's because he uh, was it that um, that Taylor Swift and um, <laughs> yeah, who was it? Oh God! No, it was uh, it right. It was the um, the couple. It was like was it Jay Z? No, it wasn't Jay Z. Okay. okay, what's the rapper from Toronto? Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm, I know. I'm. I'm screwing this up. Anyways, but also he just jumps in because he was like, "Oh, they're dating," and then uh, you know, like, can you just? Think about it, you know, it was uh, uh, records, you know, records, 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 music, music. And it was it was just too good. It was it was actually uh, that was it, it made my day on that one. And everybody just looks at him like. You're it, you know, <laughs> the answer you to your question, it. by the way, I think is Drake. Drake. That's what it was. Drake. Yeah. Yep. So. um, So, uh, yeah, so Charles becomes the judge. Yoshi is on trial because, and here's the crux of the entire episode. We learn that Yoshi is on trial. Uribe got plunked by a pitch, and Uribe wanted Yoshi to hit a batter with a pitch, and it didn't happen. Yoshi did not do that. He didn't do it, and so Charles is like, "Well, case closed, so it's fine." So you know, so Yoshi is fine because he didn't hit someone with the pitch, and and they explain, "No, no, no." They wanted him to hit someone with the pitch, and he didn't. Yep. And Charles comments on baseball. 
yeah. he says baseball is a fucked up sport is what he says <laughs> the because he look he stops for a second yeah and he looks at brock meyer and goes <laughs> baseball is a fucked up sport <laughs> you know what i mean like he's just like you know, like he's trying to like hold court and he hits the bat on the ground and everything. And, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. as the ballot, which was, it was just, it was just too good. Yeah. Um, so anyways, continue. I, you know, I'm going crazy here. It's uh no, it's all good, but they, they determine that they need to find coach pom-pom coach pom-pom is not in the room and coach pom-pom is the, the one they're trying to determine. Did coach pom-pom actually relay the message that Correct. they wanted him to, that they wanted Yoshi to hit a batter with a pitch. Correct. And so now they have to go find Coach Pom Pom, which is going to take Jules a second. And she asks Brockmeyer, she says, <laughs> she says, can you stall? And he and Brockmeyer says, Well, some would argue that's what I do for a living, <laughs> which I thought was which hilarious. Is, it was it was perfect, right? <laughs> uh because it's like you gotta have that the gift of just just talking. Yeah. Right. In between innings or, you know what I mean? In between pitches and things like that. So he's really yeah. good at that. Especially if you're a one man booth. Oh, again, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't do anything like just one man person, you know? So. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, uh, they, <laughs> Jules finds bomb bomb. He's walking around in underwear. He's just walking around like in a in t-shirt pink, and women's underwear. Pink underwear, yeah. <laughs> Coming out of the out of the uh out of the, the out bank. of the bank. Free money. They're giving a free They're money. Giving away free money to keep people away from the ballgame. Yep. And um, then it, it will just happen to be that it, they're gonna be playing, they're gonna be giving money away every Saturday. Or like, you know, right, while they're right, right, when they're playing right. where they're playing at home. Uh so so Jules and Pom Pom get back to the get back to the <laughs> they get back to the the dugout or the the clubhouse, and they realize that Brockmeyer, or you learn that Brockmeyer is stalling, and the way he is stalling is by giving this completely wackadoodle like history lesson about Hitler and World War Two. <laughs> He's yeah, talking Hitler, about Russia, World War Two, <laughs> Hitler fighting on two, uh, you know, two separate borders with Russia and with Poland, and then when he realizes it's time to <laughs> time to wrap up. Because Jules is back, he says, and don't spit tobacco juice on the floor because that's what Hitler would do. Yeah, it's like, and that's why <laughs> you don't spit, and that's why you don't spit tobacco on the floor. <laughs> so that was just like, yep, you're right, you're one hundred percent. Like he is the the stall of all stalls. Like he, that's what he does. You know, like I mean, he just <laughs> stalling for time. So, but uh, but here's the yeah. the twist is right. Yeah. You know, once they get Bob out into it and they put him on on stand to. You know, for him to tell his side of the story, come to find out, he did relay the message. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? He was like, "No, right. I specifically said to do it." Mm-hmm. Exactly, know? exactly. Yeah, and and at first, I'm, I was waiting for it to be like, "Oh, well, they he told the the wrong person to do it." Like he was t- he was speaking to another like Asian person, or he, yeah. you know, he was drunk and he, he thought drunk, he did yeah. it, and or you know, something like that, and. uh Turns out that's not what happened. Spoiler alert, that's not what happened. Nope. But uh, you know, so the 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 Japanese player now that Yoshi has stormed out and Jules has learned that the the bank is trying to shut her down, trying to, you know, keep people from ball games by, like you said, by giving away money on Saturdays when they would otherwise be at the baseball game. And Brock Meyer summing up the the situation. 
says to Jules, your best player leaving on a day that one, a $1 billion company declares war on you, that has to be a kick in the kitty cat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> said, that has got to be a kick in the kitty in cat. It's <laughs> like, I, I am going to love yeah. telling you that I was right. <laughs> no. Right, right. I told you so. I told you so. <laughs> oh, so good. So good. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> really very funny. The uh, fact that like they're holding kangaroo court and like they had to like they had to do the continuation because they have to find up the the uh, the coach and then she gets it bad information about you know the banks trying to you know uh, tank the whole team on purpose so that way they can get the land and all that so it's like there's so many storylines yeah right yeah yeah going on all at once yeah while during kangaroo court right right. Right, right, and that, right. And and, and and this whole episode it happens, you know, during the two hour mm -hmm. time. Yeah, that, that window between baseball games, which is which is a funny amount of time between a doubleheader, right? Like uh, whether it's two hours or like because to me it's always been, you know, the day night doubleheader. It's like I don't know, like three or four hours, or it's twenty five minutes between the or you your know, traditional the, the what they the call single it, entry doubleheader yeah, exactly. Which, you know, which is fine. You know, I mean, I, I like both. I, I But, I, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. the fact that you have the traditional double header, you're like, hey, you're getting, you know, extra baseball, 18 innings. Can you remember the last time you went to a single entry double header? Yes. Yeah? Yep. Um, um, I was yeah. with uh, Zach Rapp over with the Jordan Bulls. Oh, okay. Okay. Should have figured it was a minor league thing because the majors just don't don't do they it don't, anymore. Don't so. do it that much anymore, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was, and 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 of course, you know how this goes, right? It's not the full nine innings. Oh right, in the anymore. minors, it's just a seven inning game. Right, seven right, right. Inning game. Yeah, yeah. So which um, ended up what the one game ended up going into extra innings. So we ended up make it ended up being two full games. Yeah, which was amazing. I, so, oh, that's funny. I um. I went to the second game of a single entry doubleheader once. Uh, it was a funny thing. The Rockies, yeah, I know it's a weird thing. The Rockies had had this like string of unbelievably bad weather over the okay. course, and they had like Colorado. like five out it. of ten games got rained out. There was some team that oh the the um the Diamondbacks were visiting, and it was the last game of the series, and they just they just needed to figure out a way to like get. Yeah, like on the last day to get two games in. So they decided they started game one early and they did a single entry doubleheader. And the the way because the Diamondbacks were just trying to get out of town and there yeah. was more weather moving in the next day. So they couldn't like push it the next day. And we had a German exchange student who really wanted to see a baseball game. And this was his last chance to see a baseball game. So I remember like looking at the timing of it and realizing that like the second game was going to start at like 4.30. So if we went and like pulled the kids out of school, like around three, we could get down to Coors Field and get to game two of this. And it was like gray and and it was like dark. It was like four o'clock in the afternoon and it's like dark and it's cloudy and it's like the weather is threatening. We bought three $1 tickets. No, a dollar. At $1 tickets and two $4 tickets. So we spent a total of $11 Go into the ballpark. Everyone is leaving game one as we're heading in for game two. And it's like cold and windy and dark. The stadium is empty. And it was one of these situations where the ushers had just like given up, right? Like, yeah, they, like the ushers were it. like, sit wherever. 
So we sat right behind the third base dugout. And literally at the end of every half inning, the Diamondbacks would come in and they would toss a ball to us because we were the only people there. <laughs> oh we, my God. we ended up on screen like three different times on different promotions because we were the only people in the building and they were still doing all the same promotions. Oh. We had the the Sasquatch figure came and sat with us. So like it, it was hilarious, like walking out of there with like four souvenir balls and like having been on the screen. And so, so anyway, that was, that was very fun. But when we oh, bought those $11 worth of tickets, they were like, these aren't refundable because there, there's already been one game. Yeah. And so I was just like, I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> like even if we Whatever. get just a couple innings, we drove down here from Fort Collins. Anyway. So, so oh, you sorry. guys, you guys got rained out, not snowed out. It was it was rain in April, but it was like cold rain. It was like thirty three degree rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just every once in a while that'll happen in Colorado. We'll we'll just get like a like it's usually pretty dry here, but every once in a while we'll just get like a week where it just rains nonstop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's terrible. That's gross. Um, I derailed us. I derailed us, dude. But it's okay. Uh, It's what we do here. It is. It is. Rockmeyer says the important thing is that he helped. <laughs> She's like, why well, Jules is like, why is that the important thing? Uh, but then Charles, Charles solves it. He figures it out. However. Oh, here we go. Charles solves it. However, the story going forward was Brockmeyer's just like, I'm gonna say that <laughs> right. I was the one who solved it. It just That's sounds right. better. It's just it just sounds better. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, that is like typical Brockmeyer, right? Like, yeah. I mean, he, if anything, it goes into like what he was, you know, he's been talking about, like, you know, like the very selfish thing that he does, right? Like he's a selfish yeah. person. He wanted the one man booth and mm-hmm. now he's turning it around on Michael and be like, I'm going to say it was my, that I was the one who solved it. So. Oh God. So this is, this was a pretty tame episode, especially like, I mean, episode two was like really, really raunchy. And so episode three was fairly, fairly tame. I thought. There was one compared to what you know what the standards already been set for the show. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. But there was one. Uh, there was one part that, at the end that I thought was just like so absurd, and and funny. And it was it was Yoshi, the Japanese player, was just talking about how depressed he was. Yep. <laughs> and he whooped that dude's ass at the end. It's like you know, like in the in the locker room. Yeah, yeah. They, yep. they needed a solution, right? They needed. Right. To solve this, you know, the kangaroo court. It, the it pitcher from never... Slippery Rock gets gets beat up. Yeah, but the... and then and then uh, uh, he has to go in to save the pitcher, right? From uh, <laughs> getting beat from to death. Yoshi. Yeah, exactly. But I remember the thing that that cracked me up that Yoshi was so was so depressed about was he said that he saw a kid that was so fat he couldn't get up off his back. Oh God, yes! <laughs> and Brock Meyer goes, "Holy shit, is that is that He's kid still, still there?" there? <laughs> you know, and it's oh funny. my God, <laughs> it's it's interesting because we find out, right? Like, I mean, we skip yeah. over this part. Like, it was the it was the the translator, the journalist, who was yeah. the one who sabotaged him. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, we shouldn't gloss over that. It was the 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 journalist. Wanted to get out. That's right. It wasn't Yoshi who saw the kid who was so fat. It was the translator. The translator. Who saw the, the journalist because, slash translator. Yeah, that right, saw right, right. The, kid. the journalist. He was talking. He wanted to get out of Morristown. And so he was trying to sabotage Yoshi. That's yep. what it was. Yep. And right. uh, it was the translator who saw the kid who was so fat. He couldn't get up off his back. 
And that's why Brock was like, holy shit, he's still holy there? Shit, is that kid still there? <laughs> they really are painting a picture yeah, yeah. for that towel. Well, it is pencil tucky. So it is uh You're yeah, like, yeah, it, I mean it makes sense. It's not it's not a it, it's not inaccurate when you look at uh the demographics of the state of Pennsylvania, unfortunately. That area, right? Like western Pennsylvania. The, yeah. Well it's eastern it, Ohio. It's like James Carville said in the nineties, it's Philadelphia and Pittsburgh with Alabama in between. Wow. That was that was his description of uh, of Pennsylvania. All due respect to our friends from Alabama. Right. Anyways. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so, right. so we saw the we saw the the problem, right? We found out yeah. we find out that it wasn't Yoshi who missed it because he would have done it. He was an yep. honorable man that he would do what is right by yep. um by the team, right? Like I mean, that's what he does. Like that was, he's an honorable. I was like, why is it? You know, because at some point it's like, oh, it's because you're Japanese. No, because I'm a Freemason or <laughs> Freemason, right? <laughs> right. I was like, honor. No, it's because right. are you, it's because you're Japanese. Like, no, it's because no, I'm a pitcher. I'm a Freemason. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, he did different things. which just like, yeah, my people right. don't participate in this. The Japanese pitchers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, you. Right. Uh, so there's it. there are two sort of final plot points here that they drop on us before uh, before heading out to uh, to the end of the episode. Uh, the first is that uh, Brockmeyer and Jules are talking, and it becomes clear that Brockmeyer has been spending so much time at Jules's place that she canceled his hotel room, and he didn't even realize it. And he says, "Oh God, are we living together?" Well, that's what he was like. He was like, "Wait, are we actually boyfriend girlfriend kind of thing?" It's like, and she goes like, "Yeah." I was <laughs> like, "When did you know?" She was like, "When I stopped paying for your hotel, and you were spending more time with me." <laughs> you know. I was like, okay. Uh, and then the the other surprise, uh, you know, I don't know if you want to say this or if I should say it here, but go for they're it. talking, and uh, it, it was it became clear at the end of episode two that, or was it, it was episode one or episode two? But at the at the end of one of these other episodes, uh, it it ends with Lucy hearing. Brock Meyer's voice and realizing that Brock one, Meyer is alive and yeah. back in the United States. And so this episode ends with Lucy standing there in front of Brock Meyer. Looking so innocent, right? Like, Looking I mean, so like, innocent, like who me? <laughs> right. Because at the end of episode one, yeah. she has the, the full leather going on, right? right? That's you right. know, has that right. guy uh, yeah. uh, on the floor and everything. She has the whip. And then, you know, fast forward to episode three, she's there. They're looking in a in a sundress, white sundress, looking very yep. innocent. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yep. Okay, okay. And All then right. he goes, Lucy, and roll credits. I know, like what the hell? <laughs> but let's not gloss over the fact that you know that a certain someone was chugging a beer. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Jules was chugging Jules a beer. Was, she uh, she, she yeah. shotgunned that beer. That she's like, spunk. Yeah. <laughs> And that's when Brock Myers says, God, you're beautiful. <laughs> and cut. Boom. Uh, Ranger Amy and I watched Major League tonight. And uh, there was a scene. What was it? There was a scene. I'm trying to remember the exact line. Oh, it was the scene where um, the 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 longtime player who's getting like his last shot. It's not Roger Dorn, who is the big high price free agent, but it's the guy who started the 
who who was like had been playing in Mexico. His knees were shot. He had one last one last chance, yeah. and his wife was engaged to the to the attorney. And uh, you know, at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, she shows up, and you know they're talking, and and she says to him something about they're pitching you inside, so you should you know widen your stance a little bit. And uh, I turned to Ranger Amy and I said, that's hot. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, like, that's pretty good. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? <laughs> and by the way, you said spoiler alert. That movie came out in the 80s. It you was know 19, I mean? like 88 or 89. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, spoiler I make, alert. <laughs> I want to make sure people know if, hey, we, uh, um, you know, if we you've never we, seen this movie. If, if you haven't seen this movie, you need to be able to fast forward through it. You need Let's to be able to fast it. forward through my comments giving away the end of Major League. That was Major but... League Two. Now Major League Two. I haven't seen that one in a long time. No, that was I... was that Major League One or Major that League was, Two? That was Major League One. The one we watched tonight was Major League One. That's the one where the uh the Indians beat the Yankees, spoiler alert, in game one sixty three to win the uh to win the pennant. To win the pennant, yep. And I was and I was laughing because you know that was the other point of conversation during that movie was how that was back in the days when there was a game one sixty three because there weren't like nine wild card spots. That's right. There wasn't. There were no tiebreakers. There was. You played the you 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 broke you the tie on the someone, field. Yeah. Until 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 you got a clear winner. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's great. Game one sixty three. I love it. Absolutely I still can't right. figure out, by the way, whether Wild Thing, whether Charlie Sheen's character in that movie is a starter or a reliever, because he seems to do both. He he's did mad, both. yeah, because he's mad that Harris gets the start over him in Game One Sixty Three, even though it was his turn in the rotation. But then I thought he was a reliever, so. Yeah, CC Nine. Now you got me thinking. Now I gotta go. You gotta go rewatch it. You and Darla have a date for this weekend. Yep. <laughs> now I gotta hey, go and find out. Guess what? We've wrapped up uh episode one, season three. No, season uh season one, episode three is yeah, what I go, meant. Let's to try say. to get that right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you you know what it's time for, unless you have any final words here. Oh no, my friend. I mean, there was no there's nothing that was like, you know, that stood out as far as like any anything as far as like uh that was wrong or not wrong because it really wasn't right yeah. i call these kind of episodes filler episodes okay okay this I is it- uh this is this this episode is the middle reliever of brock meyer episodes here it's it sort of moved the story along but it uh was not was not as notable episode two so far to me is the the really most notable one 100 yeah yeah uh, yeah i, I mean so. the you know and we both agreed you know you gotta like listen. There, are, superstition is a real thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. That episode two had a lot of uh, stuff to talk about, like superstitions and that sort of thing. I, you know, this one, with the exception of the kangaroo court here, you know, I guess we could have talked about like, what do you think? What do you think about beating someone for retribution? You, you in favor yes. of it? Yes. <laughs> we police ourselves. Yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. This is that's baseball. You know what I mean? <laughs> I uh, in football, you take a shot. You know what I mean? In basketball, you take a shot. You know, in yeah. baseball, you get beamed. There you and go. It's understandable. And umpires yeah. know this, right? Umpires know it's like something happens. The umpire's gonna be like, someone is gonna get beamed. I'm gonna issue some warnings, and then that'll be the end of it. That's how right. it goes. 
it's uh it's one of the arguments against the uh, designated hitter ah, i don't know man i'm okay <laughs> with it you know let's not this is a, another uh, you don't want you don't want you don't want them coming you don't, you don't want your pitcher getting beamed in there after he hits somebody i like that but i i'm a fan of the uh of the designated hitter i like yeah it. I, I know you're not because you're you a know, national leaguer. I actually have to say I'm coming around on it a little bit. Shut so. up. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. I will not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will not. You know, uh, on the same day that we're recording, the same day that Robin, you know, Manfred, it's going to be saying it's like 2029. That's the end of my uh, dude. My run. I mean, what what is the what is the point of announcing that you're going to retire from something in 2029? Right. Because like, no one cares. Just they want right. you to retire yesterday. It has it has no bearing on my life. And None whatsoever. Even if like even if I were rooting for you to retire, that announcement does nothing for me because twenty twenty nine. Uh, listen, I am going to be long dead by twenty twenty nine. Wow, dude, that is very morbid. Well, this is the Brockmire rewatch. What do you think? True story. <laughs> so where we will be in twenty twenty nine? God knows where. Hey, Ed. Yes, sir. Lucy, Go for put supper on the stove, my dear, because this ball game is over. All right, let's go. <laughs> oh man, what a duo we made.